The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now you're most welcome back to the programme. Bobby here in for Pat today. Um, so, family gatherings, Christmas parties, bottomless brunch, the festive period can certainly lead to us feeling drained, overwhelmed about so- social events. But you can and sometimes have to say no. Stephanie Regan, clinical psychotherapist and host of a podcast called Tough Love, joins me now to give me advice on how to say no over the Christmas season without offending anybody. A very good morning to you, Stephanie. How are you? Good morning, Bobby. Now, um, the key is in the the tagline there, saying no (laughs) without offending anybody. So... Yeah. That, that really is the trick, isn't it? That you you say yes. no in the right way. I think so. I think it's it's saying no, as you say, it's the communication of the decision. So there is a way to deliver something like that. But also, I think I think it's about your own mindset, where you're coming from. I think that people do find it very hard to say no. They they feel they feel they're always disappointing somebody. They feel guilty about making that decision, and that comes from a mindset really that. We are, you know, supposed to be pleasing people and um, doing other people, doing the bidding of others, making it all work for everybody. And, you know, there's times when that's the right mindset, right? But it's not the right mindset for all of your, all of your sort of social life. You should, and all of your four weeks or eight weeks pre-Christmas, I think that, and throughout, you have to have a mindset where you choose to be part of all those things, but you choose also to have some time to yourself. And you listen to yourself and you make good decisions for yourself, you know, in relation to your kind of well-being, in relation as well to just how much time you have that you can give to others and the time that you need to spend, say, with your kids, your husband or on your own. It doesn't have to be that people are always in the coupleness. It's also that you put yourself first sometimes. And so that mindset, I think, is really important. That's what I kind of, in many ways, push people towards feeling good about saying no, because you get into that mindset where it's a choice. That's something else. If you decide you do, you are going to go, let's say, for example, Bobby, you're kind of thinking, okay, I don't want to do this, but I'm going to compromise and I'm going to do some of it. Do you know? I'm going yeah. to go for a half hour. I'm going to pop in. I'll go in for one okay. drink. Exactly. I'm going to go in and <clears throat> I'm going to go, call in. Why would you call in? Because perhaps a big part of you feels actually... I should pop in out of respect for the situation. I should pop in. But out of respect for me, I don't have it in me at this point in time, maybe for the year you've had, something that's happened recently, you're stressed out, you have too much to do. There's lots and lots of reasons that are plenty of good reasons to say, I'm not staying here for the whole night. And it's really just to get comfortable with that in yourself and to deliver the no then in a good way. Should we remember as well, Stephanie, that... You know, Christmas is different for everybody and everybody has different scenarios, be they, you know, family, uh, bereavement, any of those kind of sad things that may have happened to somebody within a year makes Christmas a different event for, for somebody in that scenario. Massively so. And I always think, you know, being a therapist, I'm obviously very tuned into that because I hear a lot of it down the line and with people. But when I think of Christmas, I always think there's a past, a present and a future going on in people's minds. You know, there's something being remembered, um, something that perhaps they're struggle, struggling through right now. And, and 
for many people, I, I see them th- th- that it's another Christmas that doesn't have what they'd hoped they'd have in their future. And so there's, there's a lot of little echoes. We call it like an emotional echo in people around Christmas. And I'm very sensitive to that. And I think we all really do need to tune in a little to that. When people say no, there's something going on that they don't wish to share. And you have no right to know what that is. You just have to respect that. And if we kind of love each other and like each other as friends, as family, um, even, even distant, I think it's worth remembering that. There's, I mean, there is, you know, there's so much that people are navigating. As you mature in life, you see all of those things. Christmases change. And the other thing is, it's not just people, you know, through grief, which of course is an enormous loss, but I meet a lot of people who are facing their first Christmas in a separated kind of status. I always see that, see a lot of that because obviously I do a lot of couple work and, and that's a huge, huge change for people yeah. negotiating Santi, seeing the children for an hour, not seeing them for the whole day. Yeah, no, All that, these kinds that, of that, things. that kind of, that, that sounds almost traumatic when you yes. think about it like that, that that's right. if it's your first Christmas, say, away from your children that you've been with for 15 years. and uh, that and, and people in that scenario, Stephanie, must, they must absolutely dread Christmas, do they? Oh, yeah. Not I to generalise, but I, I would suggest no. that they do. Well, because, you know, there's a lot of, there's always a lot of rancour, well, almost always a lot of rancour and, and, and difficulty. And it takes time for, for separating couples to kind of find their peace with each other. And um, but, you know, it's a time to be kind. And I do kind of put that out there for, for, you know, try and share the day, if at all possible, try and, you know, I speak, I speak to men who are, who are sharing a room in someone else's house, and they're going to be alone on that day. You know, so it's tough stuff. I don't want to, I don't want to overwhelm with that. But it is important to remember, there's a lot of different scenarios, and people are struggling, so reach out in a kind way. And if you have to say no to that social event, one a trick I always kind of give people is to, it's not a trick, I suppose, but it's slightly in that if you acknowledge the difficulty, in other words, if you're a bit honest about it, instead of trying to just make up an excuse, which let's face it, we can all see through, you know, um, it's kind of the eat your, eat your copy book kind of, you know, excuses. It's much better, I think, to say, Hey, Bobby, I know you wanted me to be there and I wanted to be there and I'm disappointed I can't be there. But let me just just tell you, this is, you know, my decision. I just have a lot on. You know, you don't have to make big excuses, yeah. but you can be honest about the emotion of it. I don't want to disappoint you. I know that you've put a lot of effort into the ra- arranging this, but for me, I have a problem. I think that's that opens it up and it's sort of, in some ways, it's a nod to the friendship and to the genuineness of what's between you, rather than saying, uh, you know, actually I double booked or uh, you know something kind of trite. Well, which, it's, it's, it's interesting. Nowhere. It's interesting you say that because I was going to read a text to you. I okay. read it to you now, which says uh, how to say no on an invitation for Christmas. I have a friend who just says, "Oh, sorry, I've double booked," and that was best <laughs> not to over-explain. That comes in from Alan. Yeah. So yeah, I think yeah. that's kind of. It's it's rude to say it like that, is it not? I think so. Well, yeah. I agree with you. Now, uh, I don't think you have to explain all your personal details if you don't feel you want to share it. So I do not think you're obliged to share your personal details, but I still think there is a way, like you don't have to say, you know, my boyfriend's broken up with me and I'm, you know, I'm falling apart or I've I've had a terrible row with my mom and I can't face this or, you know, you don't have to tell your personal story. But I do think 
that you have to honour the, the relationship that was there or you're just breaking the relationship, aren't you really? You're just emptying yeah. it out and depleting it a little bit. So I think if you can be emotionally honest, it really helps. And I think people deserve that, but not excuses. Excuses are a different thing because you have the right to choose to go and you have the right to choose to stay. And nobody really can take that from you. And you have to feel that comfort in yourself. Um, interesting you say that as well, Stephanie, because another texter says, never give a reason and always be honest if you can't go. Don't say you will be there and don't be. People understand. Uh, and if they don't, that's their hard luck. So I think honesty is is a, a virtue that plays well in any yes. situation, I have to say. That's always yeah. my experience anyway. Yeah, completely agree with you there. And interesting, those texts, isn't it? How they resonate quite quickly with us. It's funny, you talk about Christmas and you talk about how to say no. And the text machine is just lit up here, um, which is, which is absolutely amazing. So it's clearly something that everybody kind of thinks of in one way or another. And probably shows, Bobby, the amount of stress that is there for people to, you know, everyone's trying to do the right thing and get together and meet people from the past and their friends and their current groups and all of that. And that's lovely. And it, and we, we all love it when we're up for it and when we're able for it and when we're in a good, good mind frame. But it's also a pressure to get to everything and to do everything. So sometimes you have to disappoint. So there's plenty of that out there. And a singular other thing that I would always say is, you know, people say, oh, we do it every year. Come on, we always do this. And, you know, but things have to change. Yeah. Not only arrangements, traditions, but Christmas has to keep changing because you're changing. Your family is changing. As you said there, your year has changed. Our years have changed. You know, we have people who won't be at the table this year for, 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 um, for various people. So there's all of these things changing and we must be part of the change. So so forge the change that you want. Make it a little different. Say, I would love to, but for me this year, I'm just not able for that. I, it's just not suiting me this year. And I hope perhaps next year I will be back. Yeah. That's it. People understand. People are very adult, actually, if you're honest with them. But they don't like it if you just give them glib kind of... Yeah, and, and I think there's, yeah. a, there's a balance as well that you can actually maintain tradition and things yeah. can change as well. You know, That's that right. It doesn't have to be a hard or the tradition that you used to always do something on, say, Christmas Eve. Uh, and, you know, maybe everybody isn't there who was there last year or it can move yeah. somewhere else. Like it's 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 uh, you're right. They don't need to be locked down. Um, they don't need to be locked down to still have the value and the and the niceness, if you like, of what you're trying to achieve. And I think if you can loosen that up a little, as I say, traditions are only traditions because some of them we know go on for, for years. But actually, if you change, because I know as a family and a step family, which is part of what I am, that it is about changing, setting up something that is fabulous and lovely. And if everyone enjoys it, it becomes something everyone wants to do next year. Yeah. So let it change. Well, look, it's been a real pleasure to talk to you, Stephanie. I'm amazed at the buttons we've pressed here uh, because there's a huge reaction uh, to the conversation. So it's obviously something that a lot of people are thinking of. So on that note, have a lovely Christmas. Enjoy you your too, time Bobby. with whoever you spend it with. And we'll talk to you again next year, we hope. Thanks so much. All Happy right, Stephanie, thank you again. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m on News Talk.